Welcome everybody to episode two of Very Softly. We're, we're back, baby. We're back. back. Uh, obviously, I'm Antonio. I am Eric. And today we just thought we'd jump on and uh, talk about the today's releases. WWE went on a uh, surprising actually release six wrestlers uh, out of the blue too. No one really knew this was coming. Um, obviously now with uh, live crowds coming back, they decided to fucking get rid of six people that some of them actually have a big part in the show. Yeah, and it's weird too because I don't think we were planning on doing uh, episode two this soon because we just released episode one yesterday. Uh, it just went live today. Right, and it just went live today. But we were thinking, oh, we'll probably just cover like the next NXT show. But then like this news broke today. Um, and it was, yeah, very surprising. I mean, six uh, pretty talented individuals. And, and I mean, yeah. Uh, at least two that were like really shocking. Um, but for those that don't know, the six were uh, Santana Garrett, Ruby Riot, and Lana uh, on the female side. And then from the men's side, we had Murphy, Alistair Black, and Braun Strowman released. Oh yeah, I mean it's like I said, it's came out of the came out of the blue. I know what was it? Maybe a couple weeks ago. If not a month ago, they had the like the annual release mm-hmm. of just wrestlers that weren't really getting used. And I gave me that list, like so obviously Samoa Joe was a big name. Senior Joe. Senior Joe was a big name, but uh no, even then, like so that came expected. But then them releasing another big man just again. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about him. I guess he's probably gonna be like the main person we talk about. But uh uh yeah, I guess we can talk about each wrestler and just I guess their impact they had in WWE and whatnot, and obviously what what we see planned for their future endeavors. Um, yeah, obviously we can start off with, uh, I guess the, the least known one was uh, Santana Garrett, who uh, to my knowledge, I know she had probably a, like what a squash match against uh, Nia Jax. And then she was part of the May Young Classic. But apart from that, I didn't, she, she wasn't really used much. I remember her from yeah. Impact. She's, I mean, she's a good wrestler. Um, yeah, she's very good. Um, reminds me almost like, Almost of a Lacey Evans type wrestler. Um, she's very pro mother, uh, I'm a mom wrestler and whatnot. But yes, yeah, I, I obviously in WWE she didn't really make too much of an impact. Yeah, yeah. I mean, obviously, yeah, me too. I only really remember her from the May Young Classic and then the you know a couple of NXT matches. I remember seeing her on. Um, but yeah, it was weird too because I was reading that she was expected to be called up like in the coming weeks, like they had already told her. Yep. And she got released, which is wild. <laughs> um, you know, and, and obviously if we laugh, it's not, it's yeah, not laughing like, at them. Um, cause it, you know, it's, it's not fun, you know, for anybody. I guess it's just the, their the fact of the, that this happened is pretty humorous, but obviously like, yeah, no one, you never want to laugh at someone's misfortune. Yeah, and it's it's just weird. Um, if anything, I think we're laughing more at uh, WWE as a company and as a machine and management that just keeps on doing this. Um, I think this year is more wild than previous years because they always do cuts, especially after WrestleMania. Yeah. But just the fact that they've cut now, they've been doing this for like, you know, it's pretty steadily for, you know, a month, month and a half now. Um, it's pretty wild. Which... Um, in retrospect, they have, and we've talked about this, they have a cluttered roster. They have so much talent. 
and obviously you don't want to take anything away from anybody. Like you can't use every single person on that roster. Um, so it makes sense to cut people that aren't really getting used as much or just people that aren't happy. But again, like I feel that this, although small group of people, like they were used pretty, I guess, consistently on the main roster and on television. So it just came as a shock. Uh, again, apart from Santana Gary, all these people were on the main roster and were what like a, probably like a good handful of them had just, if not in the last couple of months, had a program growing for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I think that's part of the problem, right? That uh, WWE is so bloated um, and that they've just been hoarding talent for these past couple of years, really, especially with the rise of AEW. That's why they started hoarding all the talent, because, you know, they were like that uh, little kid, you know, uh, when you were younger, right? It's like they were his toy, their toys. You couldn't play with them. Like even if they weren't playing with them, nobody else could play with them. And that's how Vince and WWE have been, which is a big problem because because of that, um, yeah, it's been so bloated now, and now they're they have to start releasing people, um, which is very unfortunate. Um, I mean, I guess the I, I've been seeing you know a lot of support going out to them. Um, this is awesome. Yeah, which is great. Um, and especially, you know, now that um, the world is starting to open back up and COVID starting to subside a little bit, you know, it's not as bad as it yeah. was probably last year with the big cuts that happened last year. Um, you know, I think there's a lot of opportunities for all these people um, with AEW, with Impact, uh, Ring of Honor, New Japan. Um, I, I think they'll they'll be okay. Yeah, um, and for the rebound. most part, I think they'll... Mm-hmm land on their feet pretty short right Right. uh yeah the second of the six was um kind i think kind of surprising to be honest uh lana um just because i know she's like i don't like i said in the first episode i don't watch a lot of wwe anymore um i I mostly just watch like either highlights or uh, review shows on YouTube um, just to kind of stay in touch with it. Um, but from what I recall this past year, when I have, you know, tuned in, Lana is one of those people that has been, I think, I, I would say pushed. Like, it's it's weird with her. Like, her storylines have always been weird to me, but they've I feel like the company's always been behind her for the most part. Um even with um, now Miro being an AEW, um, surprisingly, like I, I didn't ever see like any tension or like she was always still pretty relevant on TV. So the fact that they kind of finally axed her kind of was surprising to me in all honesty. I mean, up until I want to say maybe a month ago, she was in the women's tag team title picture with her feud with uh, Nia Jax and uh, Shayna mm-hmm. Baszler. Um, I know they put her in a tag team with uh, Naomi. And even then, like, I know, like, they weren't getting pushed as much, but they were on WrestleMania. Like, they were on the card. Like, they, for the most part, showed up, like, every other week. Like, I'm pretty sure they just had a match, if not a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago. Um, so, yeah, like, that one, again, surprising. I I, I won't say she's, like, uber talented. Like, she, she is talented. She's a talented wrestler. I won't say she was the next woman's champion by any means. But I just – and then I guess it's one of those things that um, I guess at first I felt that WWE, like you mentioned, was hoarding talent. And I know that's the case when it comes to, I guess, significant others. But then they did release Peyton Royce 
a few months back. And then with this, now they released Lana. So obviously you want to say you'd expect to see her show up at AEW at some point or who knows, maybe impact. Cause I know impacts big on their knockouts division, but uh, no, yeah. Like, I mean, she was pretty prevalent the last couple months. So to see her and like I said, she was part of taxing. So it's not like she was just kind of like on her like loan, lonesome, like she, had something going for her so that was another one that kind of came as a shock i guess you could say yeah um yeah it, it's it'll be interesting to see if she does show up in aw to be with her real life husband miro um personally i i don't think miro needs it or we don't no. need that act i think miro what he's doing right now is pretty great uh by itself um so we'll, we'll see if she does go to aw and go with him um, I guess. or or maybe she'll just you know start modeling i, I know maybe. she's modeling she's um she does movies uh she does like a lot of sponsorships she's like an influencer like on uh social media mm-hmm. uh, she has a lot of sponsorships so i don't know maybe that'll be her thing i guess a little foreshadowing uh booking obviously with Miro taking out uh what's his name? Lance Kip? Archer? No, Kip Sabian. Oh, Kip taking Sabian? out Kip Sabian. Uh, oh. obviously him and Penelope Ford being married, good feud against Miro uh, and Lana. That'd be, yeah, that'd be That's cool. I guess a little foreshadowing. I don't I'd be see down it. For it. I say I don't see it obviously being a show stealer, but something that could happen in the long run. Yeah. <clears throat> and um you know that that being said, um, I I will give props to Lana. Uh, I think she's improved a lot. Yeah, and she really has put in work um, these last p- couple of years, couple of months. Uh, really, you know, showed up to you know be a better performer and a better wrestler. And you know, I can only applaud that. So, you know, I'll I'll be interested to see where Lana goes. Um, For sure. Yeah, kind of segueing in also to the next release. Um, I just wanted to note that. It's weird that they have cut these women, even the ones before this too, just because they have like no, very few women active in the roster still. And if they are, they have very few uh, tag uh, mm-hmm. teams with women, which is pretty shocking considering, um, you know, I think I was reading they only have like three active tag teams right now um, in the women uh and they have titles right so and those titles were just debuted what two years ago maybe yeah two years ago WrestleMania. and uh they have like no tag teams now and they've just been cutting tag teams i don't know what it is with wwe and tag teams i don't know why they hate tag teams so much why do they like splitting them up and getting rid of them i will not i do not understand that no like you're um, definitely right um which also i guess foreshadowing what we're going to talk about same thing with the cruiserweight division but we'll talk about that in a bit yeah um, but yeah, with the tag teams, obviously, um, Ruby Riot as well um, has been released. Uh, so, you know, two thirds of the Riot squad are unfortunately no more. Of and the thing is, they were talking about bringing back uh, Sarah Logan once her pregnancy is over and once she's ready to come back. There were there was talks of they're bringing her back and starting, I guess, restarting the Riot squad. Uh, yeah. And this one, honestly, like, honestly, to, like, to me, I don't know how you feel, but I think Ruby Riot, like, such an underrated wrestler she was so good and mm-hmm. they had so much like potential with her uh there was a chance like honestly like i she could have honestly held the women's championship at some point just as yeah. a leader of a heel group with like just like people backing her up and she did have a women's title match which but 
uh, obviously she didn't come, she didn't win. But uh, even then, I just feel like she's such a good wrestler, and her storytelling, like her mannerisms, the way she sells, like she has, and then she has a look. She has a like a very. Yeah, specific I liked her look. look. Yeah, yeah I exactly. Liked her like look. She has, like unique. she's not your plain blonde haired Barbie. Like she was fully tatted, green hair. Like she, and she was good on the mic. So I, I feel like they really dropped the ball with her, which is kind of disappointing. Uh, I saw that. Uh, I don't know if you've seen Liv Morgan had tweeted uh, whoever ends up signing uh, Heidi Lovelace, which was her indie name, mm-hmm. uh, is like, what did she say? Something, whoever ends up signing her is... Like, they'll be so much better based, off, Yeah, basically. Yeah, just because, like, yeah. she's, like, if you, like, I've, I don't know if you've seen, like, her work before she signed with WWE. She's such a good wrestler, and like I said, they just didn't use her to yeah. her full ex- extent. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm not that familiar with uh, Ruby Riot uh, on the indie scene, to be honest. Uh, my first exposure to her was in NXT and in, in WWE. Um, but that being said, from what I saw, yeah, she was a she was a great uh, worker, and she is a great worker. So, um, yeah, um, I'm excited to see where she goes, you know. Um, you know, being the AEW mark that I am, I do would like her to go to AEW just because I feel like AEW needs um good uh talented female wrestlers not not to say that they don't have good talented female wrestlers but a lot of them are still developing and learning so i feel like her coming in would really um help bolster that division and really help it grow um kind of similarly like that's why i want mickey james to also go to AEW um just to help grow that division um but um, you know, I think the future is bright for her. I think she'll she'll um, definitely be an asset wherever she ends up. I said, like you say, wherever she ends up. I mean, obviously, she has her history in Shimmer, which I feel she might end up making some appearances there. Um, again, TNA has a really like nice. TNA has a great women's. Division. Honestly, they really do. Uh, yeah. NWA is another one that I feel like we don't really talk about, but they have a good like women's division as well. With obviously with uh, Serena Deeb, Thunder Rosa. Uh, they signed that Melina, which they, they don't really use as much, but they have her, mm-hmm. which that's another person they can use. Uh, but no, it's just like I feel as weird as it sounds. Like I, WWE just they yes they've done a better job of showcasing their women's division, but they still haven't shown like use them to their like I guess proper place. Um, like you said, AW would benefit greatly from having someone that just has this talented as she is and just get give I guess their division a little bit more of veteran like veteranship. I guess you could say. Yeah. So wherever she goes, like you said, they they like struck gold with her. So best of luck yeah. to her. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how you know this women's division in WWE in WWE now um, will look like uh, going forward. Just because of all the women they ha- they have released, mm-hmm. um, I I'm kind of thinking like, is there plan to just go to NXT pick up? you know, six women and be like, you're on the main roster now. Here you go. New faces. Um, if it is, that's unfortunate because I feel like that's just you cycling through things with no actual yeah. plan and just, you know, like, okay, we need something new next. Um, we'll see. Um, you know, I, 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 I wouldn't be comfortable being a WWE superstar unless I'm like Roman Reigns or uh, the Usos. I don't know how I could be working there right now and feel that comfortable. That, that um, job security? Yeah, with that job security. Like, unless you're, like, at the top of the card. Um, um, but even then, I mean, we'll, we'll get to it. But with Braun yeah. Strowman, I mean, it's clearly not that uh, not that simple. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but yes, so those are the, the three ladies. Um, as for the men, um, probably the next one up would be Buddy Murphy, or sorry, Murphy. I just still call Murphy. him Buddy. Yeah. I just call him Buddy Murphy. I hate the the single names I mean, monikers so I. that like, WWE started doing. It doesn't work. Years. It doesn't work for yeah. me, but yeah, they like it. Yeah. So uh, Murphy, um, this one, um, also kind of not much of a shocker. I I know um, that ever since uh, they broke up, uh, Seth Rollins and his Messiah is he still doing the Messiah character? No, but he's so it's not necessarily a Messiah character. It's but it is like follow me to greatness. Okay. But it's well, not like like uh, he was all borderline pushing like almost like a religious like entity i guess um, well unfortunately buddy murphy could not get any of that greatness no uh, apparently um uh you know murphy was is amazing um, See, that's the thing so they they put him with seth rollins and i feel like he lost a little bit of his like luster i guess because when he was like the 205 champion yeah he was best kept secret oh, he was putting out right. fantastic matches like, yeah him like yeah the best kept secret and then his finisher that pound pandle twisting like i don't know what would you even call that but samoan drop like, yeah, yeah that yeah. thing that thing is so nice like him as a yeah. like wrestler like that's another person dropped the ball on because he he had the look dude um, he had everything the look okay, his mic skills the were set but i think uh, the mic skills uh, just come with his accent um, well yeah i guess but even then man like the look the the skill set uh the technical ability yeah the, like he, the flashiness i know you um, mentioned him versus kenny omega like they uh, they they have similar Dude. styles. I'm not saying Buddy, well, Murphy's up there with Kenny Omega, but they have such a similar style that yeah, they could have done something with this dude. Yeah. So I mean, it, I mean, again, uh, being the AEW mark that I am, you know, I, I of the six um, released of this round, um, I really hope Murphy goes to AEW. I hope okay. Tony Khan busts out the checkbook and just starts assigning him. Um, just because I know maybe that's part of why I like him so much, uh, because he does remind me a lot of Kenny Omega in his movesets and how he wrestles. Um, he, he does, he does like a lot of knees, just like my and boy. And he does that, the that like flying senton. Yeah. I don't know if it has a name, but the, when he, Kenny starts on the Terminator, like clap thing, he does that yeah. senton as well. Yeah. And I know, uh, Kenny has said in the past, like, he's like, of all the people in WWE, Murphy yeah. is the one he wants that. to, he wants to, uh, lock up with, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. Because yeah, when you compare that to, when you compare that to what all the other, like, big name talent that WWE has, like AJ Styles, Adam Cole, uh, you know, Tim Ballard, Kevin Owens, he said Murphy, which is, you know, quite a, quite a, quite a compliment. Yeah, um, honestly. So, yeah, um, I really hope Murphy gets signed by AEW. And, you know, uh, like Jim Carrey, you're telling me there's a chance because they obviously have a 90-day no-compete. Mm-hmm. Uh, 90 days and change from now will be all out in Chicago. Okay. Um, so we will see if anything happens. Um, I'm, I'm crossing my fingers that he does end up there. Um, yeah, I, I, I really like Murphy and I would really like him to go to AEW, Does, but do you uh, remember his, that promo he cut in FCW? <sighs> I love this. So it was, obviously it was even before he debuted, like he came out, like it was during, um, 
I don't remember, but like there's a couple, I guess, like tapes of them like doing, I guess, like promo practice. Uh, oh. So he came out in this like kind of like Saharan, almost like, I don't, know, I don't know what you even call it, like a wild, like not even a wild man. He had like a little hat. He came out, like, oh, my name is Buddy Murphy, like using his accent. I was like playing into his whole Australian uh, oh. ethnicity and whatnot. And then like midway through the promo, he's just like kind of gets mad. He's like, this, what is this dumb? He takes off the hat. And then he starts talking about like basically going home and like abusing his wife and like his kids and whatnot. Damn. And it's like, it worked. And people were like, at first, like, yo, did he just like, is, is this dude like just going off script? Like, what is he saying? But it was like, obviously for someone I didn't know, I'm like, yo, who is this man? Because obviously I got, again, not promoting domestic violence or anything, but like this promo work, like he has something. Then they put him in a tag team with uh, Wesley Blake. Wesley Blake, who they also released, so Mm-hmm. there might be some something there but uh did this and then obviously like he went on to become uh, like he has he's talented like i said he's not the best on the mic but he has shown signs that he can do something if given the chance so like you said yeah. if he ends up somewhere like oh that's another one like how we mentioned with uh, ruby right like they're gonna strike gold because he's a young guy that could like put in work somewhere yeah agreed um uh, probably one of the last things i'll mention though with um murphy is um the fact that yeah um he is australian he was so over i remember when they did their what, what was that one special he did in australia like yeah last, like, i, I remember one? that yeah and he won like, the championship like that he was won the championship yeah, yep. uh he won the the cruiserweight title there and and um yeah he was so over man and it i mean ironically enough apparently wwe has a tour in Australia, I think, towards the end of this year, and they have no Australian. Talent. I say they released everybody that's Australian. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, we'll see how the crowd reacts to there being no Australians on the card. I mean, at least that I can think of. I can't think of any Australians now. I'm sure there's somebody that we're just overlooking. Uh, maybe, but um, yeah, unfortunate. But I think he will definitely, if yeah. he's not already being contacted, uh, he will be. Um, uh, but yeah. Um, all right. Uh, number fifth, um, which is kind of probably not as shocking. Um, I was kind of expecting it with the previous rounds just because I know he wasn't being used at all either, uh, was, was Alistair Black, um, now coming back to uh, Tommy end. It looks like he changed his Twitter handle oh, did uh, to nice. Tommy end. Yeah. So he's Tommy end again um so yeah alistair black officially released what do you think but, so the thing is you said he should have been released prior which he wasn't he like he just came back a couple weeks ago though he literally just came back a couple weeks ago yes which, yes what's it called they were saying i i haven't i didn't watch the match but that whatever match for the intercontinental championship that involved sammy kevin owens uh apollo and biggie, biggie. i heard mm-hmm. that match was fantastic i heard that match yeah. was fantastic uh but yeah, he came back back at the end and then he was like even he mentioned on twitter that they were starting this whole new like i don't know dark dark father i think yeah, yeah something yeah. like that yeah right so they had plans for him and then i know there was also talks about bringing back his real life wife uh or fiance girlfriend uh Celia vega and bringing her back as like his manager so there was talks about using him but yeah i do know that for the longest they struggled with him and which it sucks to see because in nxt i thought he was great like and then obviously that's that's a whole different conversation about how talent just goes to waste when they Mm -hmm. transition from nxt to wwe because in nxt he had one of the best entrances 
one of the best looks. His matches, like every match he would put on for the most part, was pretty like pretty good. And then they I I won't say that they put him up there with Undertaker type type character, but like he wouldn't wrestle every single week. But when he would wrestle, he'd put on fantastic matches. Um again, dude has a look. He can cut a fantastic promo. Mm-hmm. Like he was dude was destined for great things and they just once he came to WWE, they, they flat out told him, like, we don't know what to do with you. And it just sucks to see because they dropped the ball because this is a guy that on the indies has made, like, a name for himself. And just even from, like, his debut, like, he came in with such hype, just, like, the signing of Tommy and Like, his first match, I mean, he lost against Neville, which was in uh, oh, yeah, NXT UK. Yeah. But even that, like, it's just a fantastic match. Like, he just, his matches that he was putting on, were great. I remember his match with Velveteen Dream, another guy that's been released for different reasons. So we don't talk about that. Um, like his match with Velveteen Dream was fantastic. His like just matches with his match with Andrade was great. Like just every match he would put on for the most part was pretty like entertaining. Like he was a really good like technically based strike based wrestler who can cut a fantastic promo that they just let squander in the main roster. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's unfortunate, but yeah, because like you said, yeah, um, in NXT, um, I mean, he was one of my favorites. I, I, I like I've said, I don't watch NXT as much anymore, um, but um, I used to before, especially like when he was still down there. And man, dude, his matches—I thought his matches were were like were like always a highlight, especially yeah. at takeovers. Dude, his match with Velveteen Dream. Um, to, I think honestly, like in the past like five years, honestly, probably one of my favorite matches. I remember watching that match and just loving it so yeah. much. Um, his the match, spots, against, like the yeah, spots that, that that match created were amazing. Like there were yeah. so many moments where you're just like, oh, that's it, and they they would just keep going. Yeah, and his uh, also, I think I'm pretty sure when he won the title, did he win the title from uh, Johnny Gargano? Um, I want to say yes. Yes. Um, his match there, I think that was in Philadelphia. Also, man, another banger. Um, him against and, Adam Cole was great. Yeah, yeah. Him and Adam Cole was great. Yeah, it was like a, like a street fire, like an unsanctioned match. Yeah, um, like when Adam, like, at the, I don't know if he broke Adam Cole's jar or something, but he, <laughs> that, and then just a simple finisher, a spin kick, but like it just, it was so effective. Like his, his setup, like lifting him with his foot. Great. It was Dude, so good. I had, I had never seen that until he did it. I'm like, that is amazing. Like I always can, I always envisioned his him lifting him up with his foot, like like being in a guillotine, yeah, and rising okay, him up, yeah. and then the hook kick. I thought that that that's uh, that move was so sick. Just the setup um, for it, like it just again, yeah. like his mannerisms in the ring. They just is yeah. his backflip into like a, the, into the, the cross legged. Yeah, the that was amazing. Like it just, yeah. I'm to the, I'm saying the crowd like ate that stuff up. Yeah, it's so it's unfortunate, man. And and yeah, um, I know he was. I think he had just debuted maybe a week ago, two weeks ago, on back. Uh, yeah, he returned. just came back. Like he yeah. literally like they were just writing like yeah, a program for yeah, him. and I was hearing a lot of good things. They're like, oh, Alistair Black's finally back. People were They're excited. Finally doing. We're genuinely yeah. excited. Um, and his theme yeah. song's great. I love his theme song. Yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, it's it's unfortunate. Um, I know um, on Twitter he said basically, you know, he's thankful to WWE and you know the the universe. Um, but I thought it was interesting how he said, you know, I was given a platform, even in a limited amount, I was able to give you parts of my character, um, 
which I think that that resonates just because he's saying it's like, yeah, I could never really show you my full potential because I was yeah. never allowed to. I could only really give you a part of it and a piece of it, which is unfortunate. I feel like the whole uh, WWE universe uh, missed out on this guy. Oh, you know, definitely. I always, I always thought it, like he, he, I always thought he would, he could have had an awesome program with the Undertaker and maybe be one of the ones to have fully retire him. Um, obviously that never happened, but I always thought like his, he meshed well with that. Um, so, but now again, um, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to be the guy that says every single release (laughs) star that gets released by WWE should go to AEW. But, um, I, I do like to fancy book stuff, but with him, uh, him being in AEW would be great too, dude. Uh, like him and Darby Allen would be amazing. Yeah, I, f- I feel like him and Darby are very similar in that they're very creative and intentional in what they do and how they dress. Um, uh, so I think like them two could create magic together. I feel like they're both very artistic and very you know they're they're into that sort yeah. of thing. Honestly, so. whoever signs them has the main event guy. Like obviously, I, yeah. I'm not saying like sign sign him and world champion right away but whoever signs him like has a star for the future because this man was uber talented and just he can go with just about anybody i'm like i'm sure of it yeah yeah so you know we'll see where he ends up but um you know uh hopefully he'll be able to finally showcase his true potential um to everybody and um you know best of luck to him um, and then obviously the last one and probably the most surprising. I know it was surprising to you when I sent you. Yeah, a honestly, I had, a, I had to double check your sources. I'm like, oh, you're, you're talking smack, but I don't believe it. Yeah, for a, for a second, I thought it was a, a lie too. Because I'm like, there's no way. I, I forget why. I, I, I mean, I do check Twitter just randomly, but, um, you know, um, got on Twitter this morning, probably like at 9, 10, I think, when I sent you that. And that was like Early. the first tweet on the feed it's like uh braun Strowman released and i'm like what um you know it's wild um but um and you know i guess i, I we, we should preface this i i got like i got all this initial news um from uh sean ross sap a fightful uh-huh. who's a yeah. great source he's like uh very verified and very trusted on twitter when it comes to this sort of stuff um so when i read that right away i'm like oh he only tweets like you know when he has his facts right so say, unless it's dave Meltzer, like that's sean sean is sean is a good source yeah. So, um, yeah, Braun Strowman, um, pretty wild um, that, you know, the guy that just beat Shane McMahon at WrestleMania um, and was champion or won the championship last year at WrestleMania was in the main event scene pretty much ever since he split with the Wyatts back in, what was that, like 2016? Um, it's about 2017. Yeah. Um, you know, mixing up with Brock Lesnar, main eventing, winning the title, uh, you know, really doing, really being probably vince's wet dream when it comes to a wrestler just honestly just about um yeah pretty wild uh but what are your thoughts on him um so this is a guy that i guess so i guess going way back to when he initially debuted like showing up with the wire family uh preface this i love the wire family i love bray wyatt one of my favorite wrestlers to this day they're not using them properly like i love the fiend I, but i love bray wyatt luke harper Brody Lee, rest in, peace. rest in peace. Such an amazing wrestler, like fantastic wrestler. Eric Rowan had his moments, but even then, like he he could hang. So when they brought him into that group, uh, he was just green, green as all can be. I, I could I could not stand 
watching him wrestle because it was just it was honestly disrespectful to the group i'm like i like i he was under good tutelage being with them but i just i just didn't like seeing him because i saw that they were beginning to push him and i just they pushed him to be the one that ended undertake a streak like they pushed him for all these different things i'm like he's not that good but he grew on me he grew on me like he he improved vastly which for him like is amazing so good for him that he improved um there was still points where i'm just kind of like he's not as good as they're making him seem uh, he sucked on the mic, no matter what you say. Like he was, he could never cut a promo to save his life. Uh, to the, his what, like a couple of weeks ago, up until a month ago, like he would just yell out whatever came to mind. Uh, and he would get caught. Like he'd get caught on live camera just cussing out a storm, um, which I'm sure Vince wasn't too fond of. But um, like he had, he had a good look, and he could be someone that they could use for the future. Like they honestly were gonna push him to be one of their main stars. Uh. He just didn't resinuate with the crowd as much as they wanted him to. Um, so I saw a tweet. It was again not making light of anyone getting released from their job, but it was pretty funny. Someone said, uh, it's funny that Braun Strowman went from making fun of indie talent or indie mm-hmm. wrestlers during the <clears throat> pandemic to being an uh, indie wrestler himself. So we'll see how that plays out. Uh, but yeah, like I just again, I not making light of anyone's situation. I for this is probably one of the wrestlers I don't really see anywhere else. Like he started off with WWE and they groomed him into a star. So I'm, he might end up in impact. Like, I feel like that's people like obviously right now that Kaz XL is over there. Huge Morrissey, whatever they call him. W Morrissey. Yeah. W Morrissey. Like he's over there. I feel like, and then they have people like, uh, like Joe Dorian. Yeah. Dorian. Like they have big men over there. So I feel like he'd, Work out best over there because if they bring him to AW, I see him being almost like Lance Archer type character. But I just, I don't really think he fits that whole locker room demographic. And I just, I feel like they, yeah. they, I feel like they don't like him as a person. To be honest, I feel like they'll butt heads too much, uh, especially like in AW where you get creative freedom. Um, not obviously, I don't know him as a person, but I just don't think he's really an easy person to work with, um, especially if he did have his own creative freedom. Um, like I said, I see him an impact. Maybe NWA. I, I highly doubt Ring of Honor. If he ends up in New Japan, that might be great for his career. To be honest, if he ends up over there, because like he could learn a lot from like the, the tutelage over there. I just, uh, but yeah, surprising because this man, like I said, like you mentioned, he was a the poster. Like they wanted to make him a poster boy for the brand, and just his release came as a shock. I know we mentioned um, maybe there's some backstage the trouble that he got in that hasn't been released. Uh, I should look more into this. I know I could have, but I just, I honestly neglected it there. I feel that it, it was too shocking of a release to not have any, I guess, substance behind it. So I'm sure in the coming days we'll hear a little bit more, but no, yeah, it's like, I, it was extremely shocking to find out he got released. Yeah. Um, uh, and like I've been saying, A.W. Mark, though, not, I don't want him in A.W. <laughs> um, uh, same thing with you. I, I've never I can see why he was pushed the way he was. Like I said, uh, that's Vince's type of wrestler, um, you know, 80s, early 90s, uh, you know, the whole Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior era. That's his type of wrestler. And that's what Braun Strowman was. So I think that's why he had the look. They, they strapped the rocket to him. Um, 
but because of that i've never been a fan of you know the those bigger wrestlers um it, when they're bigger wrestlers and they're athletic like uh keith lee or uh brody king um you know th- yeah i'm really into that but with Strowman, he's very you know he's a big he's a strong man uh, so yeah. there's only so much he can do so his moveset is limited and his wrestling ability is different and and goes to that big man uh move set which is not my thing and i don't see him in AEW, and so, I, don't, I frankly don't want him in AEW. you know like and that being said you mentioned that like i said he started his career with wwe and they have a specific style for big men in wwe and we've seen keith lee like struggle with this style because they don't want him to be as agile same thing with people like Brody lee like they like good for them that they developed their skill set prior to coming to WWE. So when like people like Brody Lee that he got released, he was able to continue his his I guess his normal wrestling style elsewhere and like showcase that how much how good of a wrestler he was. Uh Braun Strowman never really developed a style. He has that big man style, which it's just slow. Like you can't like if you watch that in any other show, unless it's just a slow match. Like you, there's not really too much excitement behind it. So like mm-hmm. when there was that, like that four man, like Lesnar, Strowman, Samoa Joe and Roman Reigns match, like it was entertaining because they were just throwing haymakers. Like everyone was just like fighting. <laughs> but even then, like the yeah. agileness of like people like Roman and like Samoa Joe, like that just kept the match exciting. Like it was, you never knew what was coming. And like when they would kind of be slowed down to like just two big dudes, like being down on other people, like, there was still someone that could like spark the match with Strowman. I just, unless he's fighting with somebody that could like do that, like he's so limited in what he can do. Cause he, the only style he knows is that like monster clubbing and powerhousing your way through a match. And I just, I think that's pretty boring. It's very stale. It's very slow. And like, I just, unless you have someone that could, I guess, counteract it, like your, your match is like bound to fail. It's just bound to be a boring match. Yeah. Um, and I know, like you mentioned with AW, like, oh, if he goes to AW, you could be like Lance Archer. Even then, man, like Lance Archer is similar in kind of look and body, but Lance Archer is very agile and he very, does a moonsault. He does, yeah, a moonsault he can actually, yeah, he can actually do, you know, he has his own style, which is not just the big man style. So, yeah, I don't see him going to AW. I, yeah, like you said, I don't frankly think they would even really want him in AW, especially like last year. You already mentioned it, but yeah, when uh, last year when the pandemic just started and all the indie wrestlers, so you know, besides Impact, besides uh, New Japan and AW, all the indie wrestlers that you know, you know, make their living off of you know independent um, shows they couldn't work because of the start of the pandemic and he was very you know arrogant and tone deaf saying like oh you know if you can't work you don't deserve handouts we we shouldn't have to be donating to you which was pretty terrible and he got a lot of flack for it um, and deservedly so yeah i so mentioned now new that, japan i know yeah. he got into well offspring well offspring is one of the biggest stars so i that might not even work out but go ahead yeah. So, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's not funny, but I, I just feel like it's kind of like karma um, that, Honestly. you know, this is happening to him now. Um, that being said, though, there have been rumors that, um, well, I've heard two things. Um, it's not confirmed yet, but one of them being that he might have asked or wanted his release and asked for it just to 
be go back to uh bodybuilding and doing like strongman stuff i don't know if that's true i kind of feel like that would be a step down especially if you're making as much money as you are yeah um like i don't know how much you know strongman and bodybuilders make but i would think a wwe contract being one of your top guys is um pretty more lucrative but then the other thing i've heard too is that yeah that his contract was too lucrative and that was the main reason they needed to cut it because I think he was locked down for a couple more years um, for over a million. Um, so people are thinking that that could have played a, a big role that WWE is just trying to cut some of these bigger contracts and just get them out um, because we'll get to it. That's kind of what I wanted to end on, but we'll get to it on kind of what the future and kind of what these uh, cuttings mean. But yeah, more, I guess more information will be released um, in the coming days and weeks. Um, but yeah, it's pretty, it's very weird. Yeah, poster yeah. boy. Um, it's like if they're saying tomorrow, like, oh, John Cena uh, has been oh, released. Amazing. Like, yeah. So, you know, it's it's interesting um, to say the least um, for that strumming. So we'll see what uh, he does next. Uh, I know he was very thankful on Twitter too, saying mm-hmm. it was quite a ride. You know, he was appreciative for it. So, um, you know, that being said, he did provide some memorable moments. Um, his choo-choo noises pretty recently are probably what I'll most remember he, him for. I'm going to remember part of my French, but he said he was going to fuck Bobby Lashley. So <laughs> I did so, see that. I saw that. On yeah, Twitter he too, looked at MVP in the face and said he was going to do it. So I'm like, I'm, yeah. he means it. Oh, my. Like, what do you say? Um, <laughs> what but, did he say? Um, yeah, I mean, he had some memorable moments. I'm not going to say he didn't have memorable moments. Uh, you know, his feuds with Roman, uh, I think one where he, like, effed up Roman so much. And I think they were, like, stretching him away. And, like, he's out of the <laughs> camera. Back. He comes back, I'm, I'm not finished, I'm not with, finished you. with you, boy. Uh, yeah, and then he, like, tosses him, like, over, uh, like, a railing or something in the stretcher. <laughs> I, he had some memorable moments. I'm not, I'm not going to take that away from the guy. Brock Lesnar, like, inter- cold-cucked him. Yeah, when when Brock Lesnar told him to slow down, um, yeah. So I'm not gonna take that away from him. He did have his moments. He wasn't really my my cup of tea, but he did have his moments. He did have his his matches. Um, you know, um, I'll I'll remember him to say the yeah. least. Um, oh, definitely. So, um, yeah. We'll see where to he say, I'm sure that's maybe somewhere down the line. If his contract was too lucrative, he might resign for a smaller deal. Yeah. So yeah, we'll see kind of um where he ends up and where all the rest of the the talent ends up so those were the the big six um you know i guess it was good that it was only six i guess is the silver lining and it wasn't a huge another mass group um but yeah so i guess those are the main six kind of just where i wanted to kind of probably end this on it's kind of um so what do you think um about all these cuts what do you think why do you think WWE's doing this? Why do you think they've been doing more of this lately? Um, do you have any theories or kind of what do you, why do you think this is happening as much as it is this past couple, you know, months, two months? I think so. I mentioned it, I guess, in the beginning of the show, coming back to live crowds, obviously is very beneficial for them because they could perform live shows and obviously merch sales are going to go up being having more people at live events and whatnot. Uh, I still think they're they're struggling a bit um, due to the pandemic, just due to losing the crowd for so long. Uh, that as long as well as the ratings. I mean, they've had issues with ratings for the past two or three years. And 
although like I'm not taking anything away from what they're putting on. They're still putting on some entertaining stuff here and there, here and there. Um, I just feel like they're pretty. They're, I don't know. They're in the hole right now. Like they're just looking for something to do. Uh, they're cutting big contracts. And I feel like you mentioned that they're recycling, not, not recycling, but they're just kind of like churning the bucket, seeing what else they have. It's Cause the, like we mentioned, the roster is full of talent. So they're trying to, like figure something else out, trying to see if that works out in their favor. Um, I just hope that for, I guess, the next people that are, they get a push, um, it's beneficial for them. Um, I just, we mentioned, we talk about this all the time. I fear for people in NXT that get called up because Vince McMahon is too stuck in his ways and they just, they get lost. They genuinely get lost in in the shuffle, like for example, what's happening with Keith Lee? Like he's injured, but I'm surprised he's still on the roster. I'm surprised. Like then they like go, they go people like Samoa Joe, who this man is like one of the best wrestlers in the world to this day. Yeah, he suffered from a couple injuries, a couple setbacks the past couple years, but this man is so talented and on the mic, one of the best promos. Um, but then, like I said, they don't want to use people like Keith Lee. Tommaso Ciampa is on record saying he doesn't want to get called up. I don't think Johnny Gargano would be great on the main roster. Honestly, I don't think Adam Cole would be great on the main roster. Nope. Um, Karrion Cross possibly, because he's a big man and he fits what they look for. But even then, I feel like he'd probably end up like Aleister Black. Like I just Everyone that's getting a push in NXT right now, I don't see succeeding on the main roster. So the reason for them to cut is to bring more people up. I don't see it working out. I don't, I like you said, this is, they're kind of stuck in a cycle that's like repeating over and over and they're not going to get out of this hole anytime soon, unless drastic changes come. Uh, but yeah, that's like, I, I honestly, I don't like that. These releases came as a shock. Like obviously the ones a couple months ago, like those it's annual, like at this point, like we, we knew those were coming, but now as they release, another group like these came as a shock so i don't really have a reason behind it as opposed to just i guess seeing what else they can they have but uh yeah i guess we'll see what happens within the next couple months i wouldn't be surprised if there's another round of cuts um yeah that's i guess my two cents yeah i mean kind of what i'm hearing in the old rumor mill is that possibly all these cuts that WWE has been making. So obviously they had the big uh, round um, like a month and a half ago. They had like a big, they cut like their media department and like their social media Mm -hmm. and like um, online uh, division a lot. They like gutted that division Um, like a week ago or two weeks ago. Um, they they release some of the commentary, a lot of like the backstage people. So it's not just the wrestlers that are getting released. Right? Yeah, like, no. they're releasing a lot of you know just people behind the scenes. Um, and now with you know these latest cuts, I feel and kind of uh, what I'm thinking is so I'm believing that the the rumor is that WWE is doing this to basically slim down and streamline um you know the amount of talent they have and the amount of salaries they are paying out um to sell to sell the the wwe um to an amazon to a disney 
and you know just just sell it out which would be wild if that happens yeah. because all these years vince with his empire finally selling it off um to you know one of these giant uh, companies you know to get it on streaming or whatever um you know that's kind of the rumor that they're basically just trying to slim it down slim down the company and make it more like better appealing to any potential buyer that that you're doing this podcast with me for those who don't know eric is an accountant so he knows money he knows how this whole like monetary system works and just I'm glad yeah. you have that insight because I would have just been like, oh, well, yeah, I don't know, man. I, they're, yeah. they, they, they no, don't know no, what they're doing over here. No, and it makes sense because, you know, I mean, honestly, like any sort of merger or acquisition in the business world, um, really the, what the selling company tries to do is make their company as lean and as nice looking as possible for the okay. potential buyer um, just to basically get the best possible deal and the most amount of money. So it's a rumor. Um, that's kind of like the big rumor out there that this could be happening. Um, and it, it, it's not unprecedented, right? Because what have we seen with uh, the Saudi Arabia deal? Um, yeah. What have you seen with the Peacock deal? Um, you, you know, it looks like, and it might not be Vince. It might be this, the new management they have um, really trying to, you know, set these deals in motion mm-hmm. um, and basically just make more money out of, you know, selling pieces of the company, selling the streaming rights, licensing. Um, so, you know, we'll see if that does happen. Um, it'll be shocking if it does, but, you know, some wild times in the wrestling world now. Wild For times. I, yeah. I think this whole AEW coming, coming onto the scene and just succeeding as like no one, really expected it and now that it's happening uh the whole what's it called the the invisible curtain whatever the invisible gate whatever that thing's called forbidden door the forbidden door is opening up and it's just a lot of things are happening like a lot of things are happening in the wrestling world and it's it's yeah. like it's nice to be a part of it but at the same time it's uh unprecedented so i guess like the pandemic we just really don't know what's kind of going on and it's like the first time in from what i remember obviously i as a kid i if this was happening, I had no idea, but I guess as a wrestling fan, it's like the first time I'm kind of like, there's a lot happening and I don't really understand it. So I'm just excited for the future, I guess. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Probably like the last big thing that happened in the wrestling world was, you know, WCW going under and yeah. WWE acquiring it. Um, that was probably like, you know, unprecedented at the time, but you know, we're about 20 years removed from that now. So I don't know, we might be uh, seeing the next uh, big uh, wrestling shake up finally happening we'll see we'll see yeah all right um well i think that's all i wanted to say on the on the releases today and the future so obviously wish those wrestlers the best in their future endeavors um Mm -hmm. i'm sure they'll like i said a super talented group so i'm sure they'll they'll end up on their feet somewhere so not too worried about that but no yeah so that's all we had to say then. Thank you guys for joining us for episode two of Bury Us Softly. Um, until next time, see you guys. Yep. See you guys. Thanks for listening.